we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for listening. Every single week, myself, Sam Walker, hello, and the marvellous Simone Roche, MBE. Makes me feel important to have a friend with an MBE. <laughs> we talk about Northern Power Women, what's going on in the world of career and work. And just life generally. We put the world to rights a bit, don't we, Simone? We attempt to. Oh, oh we do. And, and actually, sometimes I think it'd be great if we could even put out on the stuff we talk about before and afterwards, because that's <laughs> that's pay-per-view audio listening, I think. <laughs> That'll be on our Patreon when we get that sorted out. <laughs> the, the special stuff. <laughs> now, look, today, do you know what? I think this week has been a really, really interesting week for women, for for female leadership and for female CEOs. And I want to get on to that because, first of all, I want to talk about something that you tweeted out last week about asking for women to step forward as expert voices and not getting a response. What happened? Uh, Do you know what? It's the second time this has happened in literally the last couple of weeks. So over the last year or so, we've worked with the BBC 5050 project about getting more representation in the media. It's not about more women. It's about 50-50. But guess what? There aren't enough women. Um, And so a couple of weeks ago, I got asked uh, for someone to talk about the theatre business and particularly wanted, you know, sort of, you know, gender representation or ethnicity representation. Mm. So I went through all of the various social media um, outlets that we have, all of the WhatsApp groups that I have, I put the note in, it was for six o'clock, I think on a, a Friday evening. And in my gut, I thought at quarter past six, I'll be getting those messages that go, oh yeah, sorry, only just saw it. Yeah. And to, and last week, the same has happened again, you know, having great conversations, really keen to have different voices, different accents. It totally amplifies everything we do around Northern Power Women. And this was, you know, probably more of a, a you know, a, a well-being, it was, it was a well-being topic and almost about how you've done financially poorly or, or gained, if you like, in, yeah. in COVID. So again, you could be yourself. You didn't have to sort of quote any big stats or figures you could be especially you you know which I think is what it's all about and again uh, one of the responses I got back from um Faye, you've been chatting to at BBC Five Live, and and she says I've had I've had a couple of responses uh, through, but guess what? One of them was from a woman recommending a man, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. So what do we have to do? We have some of the most amazing voices and 
it's not about, is it, being an expert at everything. No. It's about having, you know, gosh, why am I preaching to? It's, I always say to people, it's about, sometimes it's about your side hustle. Where's your passion? What are you keen about? Have you had, ex- have you absolutely lived the lockdown, um, homeschooling extravaganza, the, you know, the, the, the discovered new skills, cook new things. Talk about what you're, you're comfortable about, passionate about. It will come across. It's about real life. And uh, it's just interesting. It's happened twice now. And, and uh, you know, we get lots of people come on the life lessons, don't we? And we get the yeah. most brilliant life lessons. But how can we alleviate the fear of the liveness? You know, um, how do we alleviate that? Um, and and I, I really want to tackle it. I really want people to come forward because we we have the ability, don't we, to, to lift up and say, get get on this, go and speak about this. It's a minute, two minutes. But what else can we be doing? This is really interesting. And I know that you are a queen of a meme, our Simone, and you will send me some really funny memes in the week. You know, just things <laughs> that make me giggle and little observations about life. And, and I know that when you send those out on WhatsApp groups, as you've said to me, you get massive response. Oh. As for women to stand up and speak on radio, no response. And this comes down to a confidence issue. Now, I know that in Northern Power Women podcast first incarnation, every single month, of course, we had a, a sort of 15, 20 minute interview with a thought leader or just someone who'd, who'd made a, a kind of a, a bit of a ripple in the field that she worked in. Sometimes a massive tidal wave, sometimes a ripple. But you know what I mean? What I'm saying is people who had some experience to share. Every single one of those women I interviewed and a thousand times more could stand up on Five Live and, as you said, just speak with authenticity. I don't know if it's just an issue about it being live. I think there is an issue amongst women about imposter syndrome and feeling that your opinion is valid. And I think this is something that goes deep into sitting around boardroom tables and being shushed or sitting around boardroom tables and your idea being ignored. But then 10 minutes later, a male colleague going, do you know what? I've got a great idea. And you go, I've just said that, you know, Mm. and all these things that are almost cliches, they're cliches because they're true and they've happened. And I think there's something kind of in ground in us. I haven't spoken up at meetings. I haven't often thrown my idea into the hat because I just think, oh, well, it's probably, you know, it's, it's probably not as good. And even though I was on BBC Five Live, obviously, for years and years and years, and I know some of the not-too-crash-hot guests we've had on, and Mm. I know other guests we've had on who've been absolutely incredible, and I know how hard those producers work to get diverse voices on there. And I know the BBC is quite often... People get angry with the BBC for the fact that there are, you know, straight white male voices on there a lot as the experts... And I know at the end of every single programme, the guests, everyone puts the guests into a spreadsheet and go, did we represent the audience Mm. here? There is such huge effort, but there's only so much those producers can do. And this is no disrespect to straight white men. They've got a lot to say, but we want to hear. We know that diversity equals greater understanding for everybody. So it's not that we want to get rid of those voices. We want to add to those voices. But there's only so much those producers can do if you don't step up. And as you would say, Simone, it's time to get your big pants on and and do it because... your voice is as valid as anyone else's. You have a voice. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? You fluff up a bit. The presenters fluff up all the time. We fluff up on this podcast. It. No one dies. You know, just get out there and do it. 
And I had a chat with one of our, our great Northern Power women um, only on in another WhatsApp group. And I, I talked about something that she, she'd come along to this BBC event that we did back in January, this 50-50 event. And um, she went on Sky News the other week and it was about it was about the reports of... Um, when you get your figures, you know, you get your annual figures through and obviously the conversation gets diverted a little bit. And, and I couldn't believe, I just assumed that this amazing woman had been on the, been on the media many times, but mm. actually hasn't. And, and so, but now she has committed, no, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep feeling that fear yeah. and I'm going to do it anyway. It's not about being the best media trained. I asked somebody else when I shouted out last week, you know, she, I'm not media trained. I said, just be yourself, be yourself, have three things that you would want to say uh, that you think would be relevant and, and have the conversation. So you know what, right now from here, when you listen to this podcast um, today, um, first thing, send the life lessons, send your life lessons in because we have a real, you know, amount of those coming in. So please keep sharing those. Yes. And even those you're going to have to tackle your imposter syndrome over. But from today, look at the, the podcast, uh, podcast uh, show notes today. We're going to start collecting from this very moment, those voices as in Put yourself forward. Once you put yourself into our our little spreadsheet of data, we know mm. where you are, yeah. and we will. And we we're, we're, we're with you. This isn't about throwing anyone to the lions. No, we are with you. So we're going to start collecting the information. And once you've said it, once you've said it out loud, that you want to go and be on a radio show or or, or be in the media, then once you've said it, that's the half of the battle, isn't it? Is kind of going right. I've done it now. Now I've got. To, I can prep for it. So we'll start collecting from today. Uh, join, join them, join the change in the media landscape. Join us, come with us on this on this amazing journey. Jane Dalton, amazing woman, of course, been so part of the Northern Power Women Collective for such a long time. She and I had a long conversation about a year ago about that fear of speaking up and whether it's speaking up on a panel at a conference or standing on stage. Do you remember conferences? Um, uh, or, or whether it's speaking out on radio and that absolute gripping fear you get and I talk to her a lot and a colleague actually at BNY Mellon about this as mm. well and the fact that what we've got to remember is that it's our tricky brains and our primitive brains and this is how our whole brain is made up and don't forget that when we were primitive man and woman our amazing adrenaline would, would kick in to keep us safe because there was a lion chasing us or a shark about to eat us or a bear coming towards us or whatever it might have been and so that complete fear that we got was there to protect us. Now, of course, we don't live in a world where we're going to get attacked by a bear unless you're camping in Arizona. That's another story. Uh, but you know what I mean? And so, and yet, when we're about to speak up and stand out and walk on stage, we get the, the wobbly legs and the feeling sick and the sweating. And what we have to do is just take a moment and go, oh, thanks very much, Primitive Brain, for protecting me from the bear. But the bear doesn't exist. So I don't actually need to feel this way because walking out on that stage isn't actually threatening my life. And your brain goes, oh, okay, thanks. That's, thanks for clearing that up. That's fine. And believe me, it works. It works to do that. As someone who used to be terrified to stand up on stage at a conference, I remember once sitting at a table in the audience, knowing that the person on stage was about to go, and here's your host, Sam Walker. And I started to feel really sick. And I thought, oh, no, I don't want to. Why have I done this? Why have I done it? Why have I done it? Why have I done it? Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then something in me shifted and that feeling of my body shaking and the adrenaline running down my legs and my heart beating I thought oh hang on you're not scared you're excited 
you're excited. You can't wait to get on that stage. And that mental shift that I made, it worked like a ruddy magic wand. And I thought, I can't wait to get on stage. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I felt genuinely excited. And now if I do feel that heart palpitation going, if I'm doing a big presentation or something, I go, yes, you're excited. Mm. It works. There's some little tiny tips and tricks you can do. Jane Dalton wrote a great blog about this. Let's put that out on the Northern Power Women Twitter account at North Power Women. Read it. Step up. Your opinion is valid. Your voice needs to be heard. Let's get our voices out there and amplify Northern Power Women. Come on. Absolutely. It's all about being heard, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll put those blogs out. We'll collect these names. Look at us. Changing, changing things on a minute by minute basis. (laughs) And no bear spray allowed. (laughs) No bear spray, please. Please, no bear mace. You'll have to listen to Desert Diaries for that one, Sam Walker's Desert Diaries, big plug. Anyway, look, I've been gassing on, but I did just want to bring to you, I'm sure you saw this report from uh, Westminster Foundation for Democracy about women political leaders. There's been this amazing research done about the fact that, guess what? If you've got a political leader who's a woman it's actually leading to more equal and caring societies. It's shown that when women are leaders of countries, corruption is counteracted. Women leaders are less likely to go to war because guess what? When a woman steps up and leads, she's much more likely to collaborate and have a much more inclusive government. So a woman stands up to lead. She's more likely to go, everyone around the table your opinion matters let's work this out together as opposed to saying well my word is law and you know like some leaders we could mention (laughs) who don't seem to care about uh, other opinions it's it's so fascinating it's you know yet this report shows there are still significant barriers to women's equality of participation in politics and public life who knew, eh? Who knew? Oh, no. Who knew? And do you know what? That was on one of the, the very early uh, trips on our power circles that we've been doing across this um, this pandemic season um, uh, with Professor Jane Turner over in Teesside. Uh, so we have we have a, a research call out at the moment and it's called New Traits of Leadership Research, but we particularly want to do it through a gender neutral lens. So even though we, we've been watching this, haven't we, Jacinda Ahern, Angela Merkel, Nicholas Sturgeon, we've talked about it many times on the, the podcast, the way that they have um, communicated and the, the clarity, the truth, the honesty, the empathy, empathy, empathy. Yeah. So we have a um, we have a call out at the moment. Again, you'll find it across our social channels. It's the new traits of leadership research we're doing um, in conjunction with Teesside University. And that we are open for your thoughts uh, until the 15th of August. So please do uh, take some time. It's not a tick box one you do have to kind of take some of your thinking uh, and, and put it down on your on your computer but please also share it share it to people not like you because we don't want an echo chamber report no. um because that, that's easy to find isn't it you know um what so we where want can to people- do is where can people access that? Yeah, they can get this on our new power-platform.com um, um, and it's underneath uh, stories and it's called New Traits of Leadership, but we're putting it out across all of our socials as well, LinkedIn, um, Twitter and everywhere else you find Northern Power Women and Power-Platform. 
beautiful stuff. Do it, do it, do it. And whilst you're doing it, have a think about the news that came out this week as well. There is now a record number, Simone Roche, a record number of female CEOs in Fortune 500 companies. Never before in history has there been this many women at the helm of major, major companies. How many, how many, how many, how many? Do you want, do you want to guess, Fortune 500, how many 500. there are? 500. Oh, gosh. Well, you'd be uh, you'd be gutted if there was less than 10%, wouldn't you? But I feel like I'm going to be gutted. <laughs> yeah, 38. 38. <gasps> Uh, I mean, I do want to say huge congratulations to the new CEO of uh, Clorox, you know, the the huge kind of bleach and disinfectant company. I mean, they're (laughs) obviously at the moment going through huge growth because you can't buy Clorox wipes right here in the States because they've sold out because obviously everyone's very aware of COVID. So huge congratulations to Linda Rendell, who's the new chief exec of Clorox. And also uh, congratulations to Sue Nabby, who's taken over as Coty's CEO as well. But yeah, those two women bring it up to 38. And we're in 2020. (sighs) Wow. Just shows how slow it's iceberg-like, isn't it? This this march towards equality. Yeah, and it's it's. I feel like you know some t- some weeks I feel like oh hold up this is an opportunity the time is now let's take it. Last week we talked about you know come to our table we want you to be at our table and hear what we've got to say and then another few days go by and you kind of feel like you're getting back into mm-hmm. 1950s Britain or, or, or and then you kind of you just have to it is it is a little bit two steps forward, um, three steps back and sometimes it's four and I, I think we just as long as we just got to keep moving we have to keep 100%. moving it's it's easy to be a bit fatigued isn't it but actually we've got to otherwise we're our our new places of work our new ways of working our new leaders our new future talent are are are, are going to be in this this kind of bizarre universe if we don't sort of step up shout out and uh have our voices heard i know whose voice i want to hear right now well me too martina witter please the exact Martina Witter. She's absolutely amazing. Shortlisted in our awards this year. Uh, she has created a, a most phenomenal um, community uh, called the Black Women in the Bus- Business Network. She's just passionate. She's supportive. She's collaborative. All of the leadership traits that we love. Here's Martina. Martina Witter here the co-founder of Black Women in Business and Professionals Network and also the director of Rapper Therapy Service. An important role model in my life. I would describe my mum, my late mum, as the important role model in my life because she was very tenacious, resilient. I would say she personified resilience and I am where I am in life due to her, due to her instilling great values within me and ensuring that I believed in myself and instilling confidence within myself and grit and mental toughness which has allowed me to get to where I am in life. What would you pass on to someone starting out in their career today? I would encourage someone starting out in their career to follow your passions, to follow your values in your career rather than following maybe your parents values or passions because following your values is what's going to keep you in difficult and challenging times it's going to help you to maintain drive to maintain focus and to be resilient which are key qualities and soft skills that are needed in the workplace and especially 
considering we're in unprecedented times and all there's a lot of change that's taking place within the workplace due to COVID and that move to remote working. So following your your values and your passion is what's going to, to keep you focused and will allow you to excel. Also look for opportunities to diversify your skills and to ensure that you're continually evolving and changing and this will ensure that you're ahead of the game. A time that I've had to be resilient. Resilience has been required throughout all of my life because I feel that I've faced a lot of adversities and setbacks. But one that stands out to me was when I was in my final year of university and I unfortunately suddenly lost my mum. It was devastating. Nothing could have prepared me for that. But what allowed me to remain focused and to bounce back was having a purpose and knowing that my mum's passion was for all of her children to graduate from university. So that allowed me to stay focused within the midst of the storm. It allowed me to weather the storm and it allowed me to, to bounce back and to fortunately complete my degree. What difference did having a mentor make within, I guess, my life or business? Having a mentor has allowed me to build my confidence. It's provided clarity, which is so important in business and life, because I believe that sometimes if you lack clarity, that can prevent you from achieving your goals in life. Having a mentor has allowed me to, has facilitated me with my decision making. It's allowed me to identify opportunities also it's enabled me to learn from my mentors mistakes so i've not had to go through certain challenges that they may have faced and it's also facilitated me in identifying my blind spots what risks have i taken and what happened what has been the outcome for me the major a major risk that i've taken in my life was leaving the nhs i've been working in the nhs for over 10 years but i'd always has a passion and desire to I guess to follow my my dreams and my values and part of that involved working with children and adults and de delivering training and I wanted to have greater impact. So leaving the NHS provided me with that platform. I left, I started out working as a contractor. I left all of the benefits and the security of the NHS and then I also went on to start building my business, Rafa Therapy Services, and that was over seven years ago. And that was the best decision that I've ever made. I'm not saying it's been easy, but it's, it, it's for me, it's important to follow your values and passions. Otherwise, you can be stuck in a career that you're not passionate about, and that can have a negative and adverse effect on your well-being. So for me, that was the best decision that I've that I made. If you want to succeed in life, you've got to take risks. Brilliant to hear from Martina. I loved so much of what she had to say talking there about resilience because I think suffering is something we all experience, whether we're men or women or, you know, anybody will experience suffering. But for her to talk so openly there about, you know, her mother dying at a really important time in her life and how she dealt with it and how she drew strength from that. And just speaking up and being heard and taking a risk. I love that. You do have to take risks in life and it's okay to be scared of them. You know, that whole feel the fear and do it anyway. We kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still frightening. <laughs> but as Martina said, do it. We'd love to hear your life lesson. Please, please get in touch. We explain, don't we, Simone, what to do. Just drop us an email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com and say, I'd love to do my life lessons and we'll explain it all to you.
Absolutely. And do you know what? We've, we've had quite a flurry this week. And, you know, sometimes people will respond quite quickly. Sometimes it takes a bit of controlling, but actually some brilliant ones this week. And, and equally, you know, Martina, sorry it's taken so long. You know, imposter syndrome, it, it kicks in every yeah. time. But, you know, like you said, get rid of that, that instinct and just do anyway. It's in your hands. You can record it in your own safe space. Love to hear from you. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Look, we're about to head off into the sunset where I'm not heading off this year, which is good for my bank balance, but not great for my mental health, is on holiday. I mean, I had a couple of days camping and I think it's that's going to be it really because it, and it seems so many people this year, are that's what we're doing. The new holiday is really just a kind of micro holiday, isn't it? A mini break, Simone. Yeah, it is. And, I, you know, me and uh, Northern Power Man have not had a day off this year. And, oh. you know, because it's all about you build up for the awards and then, you know, obviously everything has happened and, and we've obviously had lots and lots of change and, and equally, you know, there are lots of opportunities out there, but it's really, really challenging to try and find the time um, and equally were to go. Now, sort of going on a plane for, for Rob and I is, is out the out the equation. Staycations yeah. are through the roof, so we have gone into day tripping. So this weekend just gone. Um, Northern Power Man got me in the car. Normally, I I'm literally you know this is where we're going. This is where I this will be a great place. I've researched it within an inch of its life. Anyway, I literally was a passenger on the day trip um, this Sunday afternoon, and we went. To the Wirral. Now, if you don't know where the Wirral is, bear in mind I live in Liverpool. About a mile. It's potentially, yeah, it is. It's across the water. But you know what? I've not been to Hilby Island uh, near Hoylake Beach. I've not been to Parkgate. So do you know what? That absolutely from, uh, because literally Rob has thrown so many suggestions at me and I'm like, literally computer says no, no, don't want to go there. Don't want to go. Don't love the lakes, but don't want to be absolutely just chock-a-block yeah. with you know Tory I just don't want that you want your own sort of little space and, and whatever so you know what I didn't care I loved the fact that we even had to check we had to pivot our ideas because the motorway was closed one way and I, I got Waze app out and I'm like right. and Rob's like it's okay I know where we're going and off we went we even went wild we took our own picnic we went to M&S food I know other stores are available Get you posh. I know. Yeah, three for seven on the deli, overpriced deli counter. But you know when you're like, but you know what it's like? It just complemented our beach sand filled picnic. Uh, But do you know what? It was wonderful because you know what it's like over here. You don't know. You can't have a run of good weather. Um, So you've kind of just got to pick and choose. So that's what we've got to try and commit to. It's not happened um, before, but we're going to try and commit to at least a few days where we just go, right, look at the way. It looks as though it's blue sky. We think it might be there for the next few years. Let's jump in a car and let's go. So we are Wirral Wanderers um, at the moment and finding new places. So anywhere that you think that is not, you know, too far, you know, than a couple of hours away from lovely Liverpool. I want to hear your suggestions because Northern Power Man, who wants to get me out, out, out. Well, I would like to give a shout out to my wonderful friend, Natalie Eve Williams, who I worked with for years at the BBC. She has just launched the most amazing new website. It is called On Your Doorstep. Now, at the moment, it's for Manchester, but she's looking to expand it to other places in the north. And it is about those beautiful hidden gems that are literally on your doorstep. There is a huge vibe for well-being and good mental health in this whole website. It's about being able to get out 
in these really difficult times and give yourself a bit of mental downtime on your doorstep Manchester go and check it out because she's a terrific woman and if you've got any suggestions for her any suggestions for Simone podcast at northernpowerwomen.com thank you so much brilliant stuff well look thank you so much again for listening to another week of uh, conversation and ideas we love to hear from you please do share we'd love more people to get involved with the podcast just a little note on LinkedIn tagging us in or Facebook or Twitter we'd so appreciate it thank you so so much the next episode is coming your way on Monday August the 17th until then I'm Sam Walker she's Simone Roche and the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production Oh, yeah.